<clears throat> okay, good morning everyone. Shem Aleichem, Bruchem Abayim. We have a special share today um, on the Parsha. And the Shirim of Choy Shvat are sponsored by the Israeli family of Great Neck. Le'iloi Nishmas, Meir Ben David, Hashem Shavin Aliyah, V'yomel Tzioshev for his whole family, Abiyas Goyal Tzedek. This is uh, a little bit unusual. Um, but we have quite an extensive shir today on Parshas Mishpatim. And the opening comments of the Zayar HaKadosh in Parshas Mishpatim are quite enigmatic. Pasach Rav Shimon Va'amar. Rav Shimon opened and he said in his discussion regarding Parshas Mishpatim, HaMishpatim Asher Tosim These are the stat, the laws that you should place before them. Targum the targum of it is, these are the laws that you should arrange before them. Says the Zaya, that means, These are the arrangements of the concept of Gilgal, the law of the soul. That each person is judged to receive his punishment. The Zayar sees in the opening Pasuk of Parshas Mishpatim a reference to the concept of Gilgal. <clears throat> what does Gilgal have to do with Mishpatim? Not only is Gilgal not found in Shas, it's not found in the Chumash, and it's certainly not found in Mishpatim. Why does the Zayar see that the Parsha of Elam Mishpatim is a remez to the concept of Gilgal? What's uh, quite remarkable is that there's a gematria offered by Rabbi Yaakov Abi Chatzera, the, the grandfather of the Baba Sali. He says, the word Hamishpatim is gematria guf nishama. The gematria, the word Hamishpatim 484 is body and soul. Perhaps then we could say that if Hamishpatim uh, is Gematria Gufanushama, then while on the open meaning of the Psukim it's talking about the Mishpatim of the Guf, Ayin Ba'ayin, Shein Bashein, Regal Baragal. But behind the scenes, certainly it is also referencing the Mishpatim of the Nishama, and the, the Mishpatim of the Nishama is part of the Oynesh, and part of the repercussion. And that is accomplished sometimes through the concept of Gilgal. I believe the comments of the Pelayoyets will give us more of an insight of the connection between Mishpatim and the concept of Gilgal. Uh, the Pelayoyets writes in his entry on the word Gilgal, he says, V'gam Gilgal, through the belief in the concept of Gilgal, Yeda Adam Kimishvatei a person will see that the laws of God, the justice system of God is true. Hatsur tamim pa'alai. The rock, perfect are his ways. Kichol derachav mishpat. All of his ways are justice. V'lo Yisraim al midoisav yisbarach kimina kama bayram ba'am. He will not complain against the midoisav Hashem. Like many foolish people do. Shekasher ba'am aleim yisurim kashem. When they encounter difficulties. Pa'ayram piyam klapte ma'alav o'imrim. They opened their mouth. Why did God do this? 
What did I do wrong? Am I the most sinful person in the world? And basically a person could look around the world and sometimes to their limited purview there seems like a lack of uh, justice in the world. They see a lot of injustice and they question this person seems righteous. That person seems wicked. Why is that wicked person prosper? Why does that righteous person suffer? Says If they would only be wise and recognize the wholesomeness of the judgment of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Even if in this time around you acted properly, but maybe these troubles that a person faced is for actions committed in previous uh, rounds. Like the Mikubalim reveals. The, the suffering of Eoiv was not for what he did in that round. In that round, he was perfect. But Eoiv was Terach Abi Avram, Abi Noavashalim. Or Vagamaze Yishlash of Ladasa, Yisurim Kashim, Shasavim, Yiladim Katanam, Atikim Yishadayim, Gemulim Mechalav. Sometimes a person sees children suffer, babies suffer, Misas Katanim. Why would that be? She'al chatois nu'urim sholech ha'kadosh baruch hu kitele adishu neshamish chayvas misa leksakin asar sharibsu. Sometimes God will send a person back to this world to receive some kind of tikkun and they're only here for a short amount of time. V'agav yimtsu avimah k'dei gulasam b'tzaram sh'yitzarvim misasai and the parents get a certain degree of tikkun through the tzad that they experienced. Sometimes a person sees anomalies or with Shiduchim. Ruvain marries Sprinza. What? How did that come about? Where do they where, where do these two people ever get together from? Why did this Shidduch happen, not happen? Why did this Spouse live, that one not live? Nobody knows the background story. You know, the mushal they give is you come into a shul. And you see this guy gets Shlishi, that guy gets Ravi, the next guy gets Chamishi. And you wonder, what about the rabbi? What about this Gadol Adar? What about... Because you weren't in the show last week. Last week, the rabbi got Aser Sadebrois. So the next week, this guy who you think shouldn't get covered, he, he this is his first time he got an Ali in 17 years. You just walked into the scene, the Shabbos. So you have a Kasha. Why this guy gets Shlishi, that guy got Shishi. If you would have been around... For the, you know the last uh, three years of Shabbosim, you would understand the who got which Aliyah. So sometimes people have questions: Why is this person successful? Why does this person suffer? <laughs> if you've been around the world since the beginning of time and you know exactly who's who and which neshama is which, then you'd understand things. But it's all hakomi pillows tamim deim the midah b'mishkol of a masura. Everything is precise. 
when you look in the books of the Mekubalim that talks about the concept of the Golgulim, Be'en of Yira Lavava Yavin, V'yoymar Ma Rabu Masach Hashem. If a person would have the background knowledge, they would say, how great are God's actions, Uman Nefloi Sahavasa Lanu, how great He loves us. Asher Chashav Machshavay Sevilti Yidach Yimeno Nidach. Everything God orchestrates is so that everyone ultimately has their proper tikkun. So I believe we could say, Like the Abir Yaakov says, The Mishpatim is referring not only to the Mishpatim of the Guf, but the, the Mishpatim of the Neshama as well. And therefore the Zayar HaKadosh opens up this week's parsha that while on the outside and the literal interpretation of the Psukim referred to the Mishpatim of the Guf, but it's also a reference to the Mishpatim of the Neshama. And through the process of Gilgulim, like the Peleyoyit says, we understand Mishpite Hashem Emes. We understand that Yesh Din V'yesh Dayin. We understand there's a very precise system in this world. And all the questions we have are almost, and are, really meaningless because we have such a limited purview. Next, Next approach, why the Zayar introduces the concept of Gilgulim, Dafka, and this week's parasha, Parshas Mishpatim. We all know that we are now completing a segment of the year. Even though between Hanukkah and Purim, it's the winter, it's cold, and we're absent of Yamtif, and you look on the calendar, it's sort of empty. No. There is a significant period during this time of the year known as Shoivivim. Shoivivim stands for Shmois Va'era Boy Bishalach Yisroi Mishpatim. And this time of the year is dedicated to working in the area of Kedusha, of guarding one's eyes, and being Misakin, the Pagam Habris. The Berhetev brings down from the Arizal. In Simon Tafresh Pehe, he says, Yesh Noyagin Bishanam Uberes. Now, the concept of Shoivivim is even more important in a Ibriyar. Some are Noyag, Likboya, Tanis, Bechol, Yom, Chamisha, Miparsha Shoivim, to fast every Thursday of Shoivim. Vyesh Oimrim, some say, and the Berhetev brings Tat, Truman Tetzava as well. Vyesh Oimrim, Gam Parshas Vayakub Kudai. And they say, Shoimer Yisrael. And the Yishach Tzibur says, Aneinu in Shachar Semincha. So he said, well, why this time of the year? What does this time of the year got to do with anything? Because of Arizal Beferish HaToyrah, Sheyamim Elu Mesugolim Lusakin Avoyin Keri Yosem Mikol Hashana. This time of the year is most predisposed to rectify the sin of carry of Tumah more than any time of the year to those who fast. Therefore, beginning with Parshas Shemois. Now, what does Parshas Shemois got to do with anything? Because that's when the Shibud began and the Shibud Mitzrayim was a Tikkun for Adam Arishon. Now, what did Adam Arishon do? Wrong. Well, now, after Adam Arishon ate from the Yitz Hadas, he separated from Chava. For 130 years, during that time, Chazal say he was Moitzi, Shedin, Lilin. Somehow he emitted this carry 
that developed into certain koiches atuma, and the dar the shibud mitzrayim was a tikkun for that. So since these weeks, shemay svaira boy b'shalach yisrael mishpatim was a tikkun for the avoyin keri of Adam Arishain, Therefore, this time of the year is predisposed for such a thing. And it concludes this week, namely, Kisikna Eved Ivri. Now, what does Kisikna Eved Ivri got to do with anything? By the way, the Chida quotes Arizal. He says, The Iker Tikkun of Shoivivim, of Shmoy Svair, Rabbi Bishach Yisra Mishpatim, is for an Ibriyar. And therefore, all you weaklings out there that can't fast every year for six weeks straight, at least this year you should fast for six weeks. And if you haven't yet fasted for six weeks straight, today's your last day. So I recommend, at least during the shear, don't eat. And maybe that will be worth something. But anyway, let's try to get a little bit of a glimpse into why exactly this these six weeks are the six weeks of Shoivivim, are a tikkun for the Chet of Adam Arishain, and perhaps this will give us a, an additional insight into why the Zayar HaKadosh introduces the concept of Gilgulim, Specifically for Parshas Meshpatim. Says the Arizal Nashar Ruach HaKodesh. He says the concept of Shoivivim is well known. There's an early custom in Klal Yisrael to fast 40 consecutive days from the first day of Parshas Shemois until Parshas Chuma and a little bit of Tetzaveh. And here's the Remez. Shuvu Banim. Shoivavim, Rashi Tevais, Shmois Vaira, Boy Bishalach Yisur Mishpatim. Now the Iker fasting is during the day. And it was during the day. It's for the Avoin of Kerry. And these days are Mesugal to fast for Kerry more than the entire year. And the reason for this is we've explained regarding Golas Mitzrayim. That we were punished b'choymer uvilveinim. Now, what does that got to do with it? B'choymer uvilveinim. Where do we find the expression b'choymer uvilveinim? We find it by the Dar Haflaga, Vayihi hachemar lechoymer, and they they made levenim. And basically, how is Shibud Mitzrayim a tikkun for the sin of Adam Arishain? Because those who were enslaved in Mitzrayim were those sparks of Neshamais that came out of Adam Arishain in those 130 years that he separated from his wife. That Adam Arishain, the Gemara Nehrevin says, was moiled, shaden, ruchin, through Tipois Keri. And all of this was Niskan and Golas Mitzrayim. And therefore, at the time of these parashiyos, this time of the year, it's a segula to Mechabal, the tshuva of man. Now, of Adam. Now, this is a very important concept. In other words, if we're reading Parshiyot Shemois now, this is a very important concept in Judaism. We don't just read something and therefore it's ancient history. As we're reading something that occurred, that it's a living Torah and it, it affects the Zman. So, just like Shibud Mitzrayim was a tikkun for the Chet of Keri, Every year that we read about Shibud Mitzrayim, that Kayach is reawakened. Therefore, we start Parshas Shemais, because that was the beginning of the Shibud, and it ends in Parshas Mishpatim. Now, what does Mishpatim got to do with it? I can understand Shemais, 
But Va'era Bay Bishalach, that's already the Geula. And Yisroi, what does Yisroi got to do with the Tikkun for Adam Arishai? And Mishpatim, what does that got to do with it? Well, it continues until the parish of Matan Torah and Kisikna Evadivri. And Arizal says, you know, I'll tell you about that some other time. So now we got to search through the Kisvei Ari. Where does he tell us about this? So he writes about it in a sefer called Shar HaPsukim. And here's the basic idea. The basic idea is Adam Arisho needed Tikkun. So he came back a couple of times. First Adam Arishon came back as a Dar HaFlaga. And they made things worse. Vayered Hashem Lerois. Esayir v'esamil ha-shabanu b'nei ha-adam. He's at Adam, he's at it again. Then he came back again in the Dar HaMabal. And now, to add insult to injury, the main chet of the Dar HaMabal was their Mashch Zera. So God says, Vayarshem ki Rabba Ross ha-adam! Adam, he's at it again! Not only are they not is he not rectifying? He's sinning more. How do we know that he was, the Dar HaMabu was Mashcha Zerah? It says, Ki Rabaros HaOdom. And Ra refers to Hashchosa Zerah like it says, Vayhi Er Bechor Yehuda Ra Ve'inei Hashem. And in Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim was a Tikkun for the Chet of Adam and the Dar HaMabul and the Dar HaFlaga. So for the Dar HaMabul, the Tikkun was through Kol HaBen HaYiloid they were drowned again. <clears throat> and for the Dar HaFlaga, who made Choy Chaymar, by Moros Chayem, by Choy Meru Vovainim, that was a, a tikkun for the HaFlaga. But still, what does Yisroi got to do with it? What does Mishpatim have to do with it? Let's take a look at this. It says that Arizal, the beginning of the Gilgal process began by the Dar HaMabal, and because they came from a bitter source, that they came from the Hashchas Azar of Adam Arishain, therefore they were Kaifer Be'ikar. And their main sin in the Daramabal was Hashchas Azar. How do I know? It says, Ki Hishchis Kalbasar. And that's what it means. God was, had second thoughts that he made Adam. Adam, the, the reference to Adam is that they are on the Bechina of Adam Arishain. This is what it means, Vayarashem Ki Rabaras Ha'adam. As we know, Hashchaz Zerah is called Ra. Like it says, Vayhi er b'chor Yehuda Ra be'inei Hashem. So, says the Ari, that the generation of the Mabal, that they left, that they came out because of Hashchaz Zerah of Adam, they're called Ra's Ha'adam. That's why God says about the Dar Mabal, Yom Ha'adam Asher Barasi. That they are the Bechina of the Neshamois of Hashchas Azar of Adam Arishain. And Adam Arishain was Yitzir Kapov, therefore by the Daramabu it says, V'chol Yitzir Machshavos Libai. And that's why they had such bad inclination. And in exchange for that hot droplet, that all the Mishnah's mashchas, they were punished in Mayim Roischem. Then says Zari, they came back for another round. The Dar HaFlaga. And they also sinned, but this time not Hashchaz Zara, 
Like the Pasuk says, Vayered Hashem Leroy says, Ho'ir V'yaz Hamigal Shambanu B'nei Adam. And the Zayar says, B'nei Adam Mamish Adam Arishayim. Then they came out a third time. The Anshei Sedaim. That's why it says the Anshei Sedaim. Anshei Sedaim. Royim V'chatoyim. Royim because they're Mashka Zara again. Now, I'm going to tell you, says Rebchaim what I remember hearing from the Ari. Adam Arishan violated the seven mitzvahs that he was commanded. One of them was, he stole. He was commanded not to eat from the Eitz and he ate it begezel. He was also Mashchazaroi. Therefore, in the Daramabal, they were Mashchazaroi. And that's on the Dharmabal, Loi Nechtam Gzardinim El Ala Gazel, because they're following the way of Adam Arishan. What else did Adam Arishan do wrong? We find that he was Kafar Be'ikr, that's what the Dar Haflugah did wrong. They built the Migdal, they were Kafar Be'ikr, they wanted to go up to the Shamayim to fight HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We find Adam Arishan sinned Bedinim. Therefore, in the Anshe Sedoim, they were corrupt in Dinim. So basically, they committed four atrocities following in the way of other Marishan. Gezela, Hashchaza Zera, Kafar Be'ikr, Dinim. So now we know that they committed these sins. Let's try to figure out how are these sins rectified. And with this we'll answer another question. You know, we know that God was going to give us the Torah in Har Sinai, and yet before Har Sinai He gave us certain mitzvahs. Number one, at Mara, he gave us Shabbos, Dinim, in Beshalach, appointing Dayonim in Yisroi, Viata Sechaza. Number three, in Mishpatim, all the Dinim that were said before Matan Torah, because afterwards it says, Amar, Hashem. And the answer says, Ari, all the mitzvahs that we were commanded before the Torah was actually given, was a tikkun for Adam Arishain, and in turn a tikkun for the Darha Mabel, who were Mashchis Zera, and the Darha Flago, who were Kafar Be'ikr, and the Anshe Sudaim, who were a corrupt in Dinim, and the Dar Hamabel, who did Gezela. And therefore, even though we were purged and cleansed in the crucible of Mitzrayim, but we had to go back now and fulfill specific mitzvahs before the Torah was given. So the Dar Haflaga, they were Kaifer Be'ikr and they served Abayda Zara. They were given Shabbos because Shabbos is a ticket for Abayda Zara. As it says, If anyone's Mekayim Shabbos, they're Mechlin of even on Abayda Zara. That someone who's koifer in Shabbos is like koifer kala tarakula. Anyone who's moideh in Shabbos is like mekayim the whole Torah. So through Shabbos we were mesake in the yavera of the dar haflaga. They were koifer be'ikar, and the dar hamabul who stole. So God gave us parshas mishpatim. The whole mishpatim is about gezela geneva. What do you do if you steal? And even the din that an Evid, of Evan Ivri selling himself, why is he selling himself? A tikkun for Geneva. So to Masaki and the Dora Mabu were given Parshas Mishpatim.
And by the way, Klal Yisrael being sold as Avodim to Mitzrayim was a tikkun for the Gezela of Adam Arish and Daramabal. And what about being Moitzi Zel of Atala? That's when the, the babies were thrown into the river, Venezbaru Minara. And what about the Avera of Anshe Sedoim? They were corrupt in Dinim, and therefore Parshas Yisra, Yisra comes to Moshe and says, Moshe, we gotta, we gotta fix this whole thing up. Yata secha zemikala'am. Marvarabaisai, the entire Sefer Shemois is a tikkun for Admarishan and the four Gilgulim that he endured. Number one, Dar Haflaga. Number two, Dar Amabel. Number three, Anshe Sedoim. And then finally, Mitzrayim. And Admarishan was corrupt in four areas. He stole, that was Niskan in Yeridol Mitzrayim. That was Niskan in the Dinam of Gezel and Parshas Mishpatim. That is Niskan in Kisikna Evadivri. Admarishan was Kafar Be'ikr. We were given Shabbos at Mara. Admarishan was Moitzi Zerl of Atala, that was Niskan in Kol HaBen HaYilad HaYoyot HaShlichuhu. And in Dinim, that's Yisroi V'yatasechazeh. Marv Rabbi say, now we know why Shoivivim extends, not only from Parsha Shemais, but goes all the way through Yisroi and Mishpatim. Because the Parsha of Dinim of Yisroi is a Tikkun for the Anshe Sedoim. And the Parsha of Gezel of Mishpatim is a Tikkun for Adma Rishain and the Anshe Dar HaMabal. Therefore, is there any wonder why Parshas Shemais and Parshas Mishpatim begin with the same word? Ve'ela. Ve'ela begins Shoivivim. Ve'ela ends Shoivivim. Therefore, says the Sefer, Arl Meir of Meir Yehuda mi Bakavask, the son of Rab David of Dinov, the son of the Bnei Yisachar. Ve'ela begins Shoivivim, Ve'ela ends Shoivivim. Ve'ela is Gematria 42. How many days in Shoivivim? That's right, 42 days. How do you get 42 days? Shmois Ve'ela Bay B'Shalach Yisrael Mishpatim, 6 weeks times 7, 42 days. Ve'ela starts the 42, Ve'ela ends the 42. And by the way, you know, the Arizal later on writes the concept of fasting 84 days in Shoivivim. Well, now you see the Remez. Ve'ela, ve'ela. Ve'ela is the beginning, 42 in the start, 42 in the end. Says Hagoyin Rupinchas Friedman Shlita, Me'ata yo'iru e'neinu v'yismach ibeinu. Now we can joyously understand the depths of the words of the Zayar HaKadosh who begin Parshas Meshpatim. The Zara says, these are the arrangements of the Soid HaGilgal, the Dinim of the Nishma, the Nishmasin, and that fits well with the Abir Yaakov as well. HaMishpatim is Gematria, Guf and Nishama. Why are we being told about the concept of Gilgal now? The answer is, we are about to conclude the period of the year of Shoivavim, which is a tikkun for Adam Arishain, and the whole tikkun came about through the various Gilgulim that Adam endured, from the Dar HaMabal, Dar HaFlaga, and Anshe Sedoim. By the way, David HaMelech says, Bidimasi Arsi Amsa. Amsa. What's Amsa? Mabal. Sedoim. 
Amsa is Rosh to the various Gilgulim that Adam HaRishon endured. And therefore, when we look at the final Pasuk of Mishpatim, Vayavoy Moshe B'Soich Anon. Moshe came into the cloud, Vayal el he went up to the mountain, Moshe was on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. The Ari starts off by saying in the Sharuch HaKodesh that Yeshmino Kadum to fast 40 days in Shoivavim. Huh? Well, what's 40 days? Where does that come from? Says the Srila Pinchas, perhaps that um, the 40 days is besides the Shabbosos and the Rosh Chodesh that you can fast, so you fast 40 days. Where does this come from? Perhaps because the weeks of Shavuot end in Parshas Mishpatim, that Moshe went up to the mountain. 40 days and 40 nights. And now when Moshe went up to the mountain, Lechem lo yachalti, lo He didn't eat, he didn't drink. And maybe that was somehow the final rectification of Adam Arishain. That through the Kabbalah Satoira to Klal Yisrael, basically we know we were free from the Malach HaMavas and Pascha Zulamasa, and we're able to revert back to Adam Arishan Kaidem So yes, in fact, the final Tikkun of Shoivim occurred when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Har Sinai and he fasted 40 days, and that's the basic basis of this Kabbalistic custom. But everybody, according to their Madrega, this time of the year, as we're reading the parashiyos of Shibud Mitzrayim, the Shibud Mitzrayim was a tikkun for the Tumah that Adam Rishon brought upon himself, and therefore it is all of our responsibility to do what we can to elevate ourselves in this area. And then we'll be Zoycha also to all the brachos of Kabbalah Satayra, Be'ezos Hashem, with the conclusion of Shoivivim Shemois Va'era Bay B'Shalach Yisroi and Mishpah. Okay, we're going to now start the share on the